Hello, I'm Isaac Foster, intern here at the 908, and I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this episode of Shoot Your Shot includes some very vulgar, explicit language that you would not want to have in front of your children. Now remember, life is great in the 908. The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head! I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Gross, the boss man. John, it is windy out there. Yeah, it's well, it's cold. It's well, hey, hoodie season is in full effect. Physical hoodie season is in full effect. Mentally, it's been in effect since. I have no idea. Am I wearing anything different than I've worn the last year? No. This is you just you're wearing the same thing. By the way, yeah, did I? I think I might have said it last week. You look like the comfiest person on the planet, and I think back-to-back weeks, you held the title as comfiest person <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Yeah, I've been pretty comfy. Uh, look at us. Look at us. We got a fire going? We got a little fireplace going in the living room. I mean, it's a game changer over here. Oh, no. Cal- Calderwood is... Calderwood's full full fall right now. Listen, they say don't go out, so here I am, you know, not gathering. Yeah. So, I got a fireplace. I feel bad for Ziggy, Coach Ziggy, because he gave me this beautiful sweatshirt that I wear probably every day. It says Bruin football on it, and no one gets to see it. Yeah, yeah. I should become one of those girls that just take selfies all the time and post them. You know what I want to do? I can't wait to be so famous that I could do a swipe up. I want to be the swipe up guy. Yeah. But I can't wait to like make money on posts. Like, like uh, what am I wearing? I'm wearing a Northern Illinois foot or uh university uh sweatshirt right now and i'd love to get like five grand for them you yeah know what i mean to yeah for me to post a picture in their sweatshirt like i can't wait for that it'll be nice it'll be it'll be a good time by the way uh john well first off how did your weekend go how'd you do it's a great weekend uh just absolutely shackled up inside watch harry potter three four five and six yeah you told me that and that's that's a big. Well, it was big raining. Electric. Yeah, it, it hailed out here. Did you see that? It was oh, yeah, just. Yeah, you were showing me. It was just dropping ice, and, uh, and then on Sunday went to try out a new place. We all know that I'm a big craft beer guy now. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm probably the premier wine drinker mm-hmm. in the city. So people mm-hmm. said that's that's it. He's maxed out. Mm-hmm. Uh 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 uh. Hit up Long Beach's only cidery, Ficklewood Cidery. Where's that? Let me tell you something. Cider's not too bad. I think you would love cider. What are we talking about? Hot cider, cold cider, both? We're talking about cold cider with a little alcohol in it. Oh, I love that. And, uh, you know, got a nice little flight. You would love this place, man. What it we was, got in there? It was, uh, it was just cool. It kind of looks like a brewery, but, like, we had to sit outside, obviously, because of Governor Newsom. They had, they had these like garage door like type things that opened. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So the about. entire place was open air and it was so windy 
and we we could have sat like like imagine these huge doors open and we could have sat right inside and it made a lot of sense we were the only ones there and instead we had to sit outside in the wind because but the whole, it wasn't like a door open it was like the entire side of the, of the restaurant yeah. was open yeah 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 i know what you mean and we couldn't just sit 2 feet inside so that so that like some of the walls could block the wind you know yeah because well it's illegal yeah, it's, it's literally illegal. So that part was brutal, but the cider, let me tell you something. You're going to love this place. Um, where Where is it? Broadway and Alamitos. It's, it's near, not my area. It's not your area. It's it's well, very close to, to Roscoe's. Oh, I know where that is. I'm a downtown guy now. Yeah. As you know. It's sad so, that once I became a downtown guy, everything, everything shut down. Up. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't really... It wasn't right with the world and yeah. nature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was incredibly brutal windy windy yeah what'd things you do were flying things were well while i was working i was on the front lines not a big deal uh my my car like was my new car I got a new car pro, brand new pro car. white yeah uh my car per- was perla just, yeah it's perla uh the wind was just blowing everybody's cars at back and forth you know what i mean yeah you have to be a real good driver to drive in the wind i'll tell mm-hmm. you that things were flying branches everything had to be careful out there uh i was and i was also doing uh the lord's work well the government's work bobby garcia's work there were like branches in the middle of the street and whatnot i'd pull them out and put them on on the side mm-hmm. of the road mm-hmm. it's just being a good guy is what it is it's being a good citizen a good citizen of the city of long beach uh one of the best probably top five i'd say in the city of long beach me and you uh but I mean, it was a good weekend. Speaking of traffic, I got to grab my gears. And I know you have to grab my gears as well. Ugh. Do you want to go first? Because I talk about it all the time. Well, I was on one yesterday. So we saw each other yesterday to do the interview yeah, of yeah. Uh, Debbie Bober. Yeah, Debbie Bober. Great interview, by the way. Dr. She, Debbie Bober, doc, please. Dr. Debbie Bober. Uh, she's she's not podcasting yet, but she's on the front lines. She's teaching. Mm-hmm. So She'll get there one day, though. School is wild these days. I'm sure we'll get to that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you saw me yesterday. I was not in a good mood. There's there's multiple things going on, right? Yeah. Adding to this. But let me tell you something. Twice within probably the span of one hour, maybe two hours, I was driving right here in Long Beach, the hometown place we know and love, right? Twice I got to a stop sign and there was a car who did not have a stop sign who should have just gone by me but they stopped so that i could go what is that john it's, it's like just fly by me they're slowing down there you're wasting my time i don't need you to stop you literally don't have a stop sign it's traffic heroes john they're traffic heroes and they're literally making the road less safe it's i was less on- safe the rules are put in place for a reason just like the social distancing rules john mm-hmm. masks all that good stuff you know how that is mm-hmm. those rules are put those sock, remember the sock fine that Juju Smith-Schuster got last week? Yeah. Those rules are put into place for a reason. Put in place for a reason. These people are making things less safe on the road. And it's gross. They're causing me road rage. Who like? Luckily, I stayed cool, calm, and collected, as we know. Right. I am the sommelier, so I knew yeah. that I knew a nice Syrah would just would make everything better. Yeah. It was a Malbec, actually. Uh, <laughs> So, but I so I had to wait till evening. And I had to calm my nerves down a little bit. But for people who aren't as wise as me, 
I had a considerable amount of road rage because I wanted to get to where I was going. I wanted us all to follow the rules. I get to a stop sign. You have the right of way. Just go. I'll wait three seconds. But I don't need to wait 15 seconds for you to slowly slow down us have confusion because you're literally breaking the law. You waving me to go like you're the hero of all time. And then me going. It causes me pain. It causes me suffering. It happened to me twice, John, this week. And I know I've talked about it multiple times. I I don't hate anybody, but I hate traffic heroes. Ugh. I hate them. Im- immediately, it makes me, m- makes me upset. It happened to me twice last weekend. You know, I'm driving around a lot because I am on the front lines. Double time, double actually. It's podcasting and pizza delivery service. Uh, nourishing the community. It's mm. not a big deal. Uh, but this person's making a left. I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm going to paint a picture for you. Okay. Ready for this? I'm over here on Conant mm. going towards uh, LCD, the diagonal. I'm okay. going to make a left. I'm over, From? I'm actually on Harco. Sorry, I'm on Harco. I'm over by the Donahue's. Oh. You know where okay. I'm at? Yeah. yeah, I know exactly where you're All at. Right. Making, I'm gonna make a left on LCD because okay. I got to get to the old restaurant. Oh uh, yeah. So there's a left hand from tr- Palo Verde to LCD. Exactly. Okay. So We're now right we got a tr- a big truck making a left onto Harco. Mm-hmm. This guy's got the right away, you know. So I'm waiting for this guy to go. Yeah. He, he comes up. He's he's pulling slow, slow, slow. I'm waiting for him to make the left. He had his blinker on. I respect the blinker. Yeah. I respect the blinker. I put a blinker on all t- every time. We, we're a pro blinker podcast. Have been for years now. Y- yes. So he puts his blinker on. He slowly slows down to make the left. And then he stops. And then he's waving me to go. And I'm like, you son of a I'm waiting. You, you have the right of way. Go. Go. And now I'm waiting for him to go because he keeps waving. And I, I want to prove a point. Like, no, you little you go first, not me. That's not how the traffic rules work. You're breaking the law, sir. Exactly. That exact thing happened to me. Same situation, the and left s- turn. And so finally he goes, and by the time he goes, more cars are there. So yeah. now I got to wait an extra two minutes. Yeah. When I could have waited five seconds if you would have just went. Yeah. What a d- Number two, stop sign. We're in Lakewood now. Unfamiliar territory for me. But you got to battle when you're out on the streets. Yeah, it's true. Palo Verde and Harvey Way. Mm-hmm. A little four-way stop over there. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? A lot of cops try to get you over yeah, there. Yeah, they do. You gotta that is be a careful. classic trap zone. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Especially because the police officers, the police officers over there, they'll get you on a traffic stop, but if you get your car stolen, they're too worried about getting you on the traffic stop. They're not even going to mm. like worry about your stolen Sheriff's car. over there in Lakewood. True. That's a good point. Uh, so... Guy on Palo Verde. I'm on Harvey Way. I'm going going towards Woodruff. He's on Palo Verde. He stops first. Then I stop. And I made it a point to keep rolling to n- let him know for sure that he stopped first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I stopped. Yeah. And then he starts waving me. And I'm like, oh, boy. You f- Sorry. <laughs> but I said, you f- Buddy, you're first. Why would you? Why would you wait? And then the guy that was, because there's two people that stopped. The guy goes, this guy, like, waits yeah, for him the, to go to wave me on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, if you just went with the, I couldn't have gone anyways. Yeah. Because the other guy was going across the street. So if you just went with him, we'd all be good. And then we caused a ruckus and everybody was honking at us. But I made sure that that son of a bitch went before I did. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. 
God, I'm, I'm now I'm mad. I haven't been mad in a while. 2020, but you know how it is, John. Yeah. I got one more ground my gear. Oh, I'm gonna say it. I'm hot right now. I was gonna bring it up. This I was gonna bring it up earlier, but it's I want to know how your weekend went. It went good. I went to a cidery. Yeah, I heard. Uh, so I go Ficklewood Cidery, Broadway and Alamitos. Yeah, near Roscoe's. Near Roscoe's. So what's yeah. got what's got you down, Paul? That's over there by the Latin America of Art place. Uh, it's in it's the similar. same vicinity. Basically everywhere. Mola. Mola. Yeah. Basically everything's by the Mola when you get down to that area. So look at this, John. I buy something from Fanatics. You know Fanatics? An online uh, sports apparel store, if I'm And that's correct, correct 100%. Okay. Uh, buy something from Fanatics. They've Ooh. been emailing me every day for 10 years. I think yeah. I bought from them Because you bought from them once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Uh, <laughs> they cheer me up every morning. Yeah. Well, they're going to cheer you down here because okay. they really pissed me off. I bought something. Week one of the NFL football season, Julio Jones jersey shirt. You know Julio Jones? Great the player. receiver for the Falcons. Best Mexican in the league. That's what I always say. He's, I don't think he's Mexican, but his name's Julio. So mm. I figured, you know, best Mexican in the league. I buy a jersey shirt week one, right? They say, okay, due to like, you know, coronavirus, all that stuff, we're in the middle of a pandemic, John. You know how that is. Uh, they said it's going to be here. October, like, 15th. October 15th. I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what? I'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt. October 15th, I feel you. We'll get it. We'll, you know, we'll be on our merry way. October 15th comes. They push it back. 26th. No later than the 26th of October. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I've waited already. Then they say, no later than the 3rd of November. No, 2nd of November, before the election, right? And I'm like, all right, that makes sense. They're going to really be putting the U.S. Postal Service out those days because, you know. They have to be working hard. Doesn't come. And now I get an email that says, I'm not going to get this shirt until November 29th. John, the season's almost over by then, for one. Two, Cyber Monday's going to be up by then as well. And I would have got this shirt that I bought three months ago on a discount, a big-time discount because of Cyber Monday. It's like Black Friday, but... I get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm pissed. They don't. I can't email them. They don't have an email site. I would have sent a dirt house email to them. I would have been so upset. And I didn't want to call because you know, I'm a little bit busy. I'm, I'm working double <laughs> front line. <laughs> so they said you could DM them on Twitter. Send them a nasty DM because you know how I get on Twitter. I get a little yeah. upset when you do that when you're on there. Send them a DM and I said, here's the deal. There's no reason for me not to get this, at least for free, because I've waited for so goddamn long for you to send me a jersey shirt that costs 35 bucks, and now I'm going to be able There's, I, You can see the same jersey shirt online right now. You get it for 25 bucks, but I'm spending 10 bucks more. Well, let me tell you something. I sent them that nasty DM. They gave me $11 credit. Yeah? Yeah. I like that. I feel good about it now. But can you use it on that shirt or I is it on your sure next purchase? I sure as hell purchase? hope so. Okay. Or maybe they just put it back into my credit card that I bought it from. You know, I don't know how it works. Right. But we'll see. To be continued on oh. that. Here's my thoughts. and uh, Yeah, what are your thoughts? They may be a little crazy. Huh. What was it? Julio Jones? Julio Jones, yeah. Best Mexican in the league. Julio Jones jersey. Sounds a lot like this jersey might be the vaccine. 
Oh, it's gonna be ready. It's gonna be ready October. Ah, yeah. uh, actually October twenty sixth. Yeah. Well, actually November. What's going on here, Fauci? Is Fauci linked to Julio Jones? He could Hello? be. He could be. Huh? Hey, speaking of that, what did I, what did we say? I told you after this election, the virus would be no more, and I told you. <laughs> I I'm just saying I'm a little bit woke. Of course it came out after the election. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. By the way, I got one more quick thing. Uh, before Should we get to the interview soon? Yeah, sure. Do you have anything else you want to say? Because I got one more thing. Go ahead. Because I've been taking this time up, and I haven't get, gave you that much time to talk. No, I, I went to a cidery this weekend. Yeah. That's but it was so windy, and we could have sat two feet inside. It was miserable. Uh, I'm starting to get pissed off at people again. You know, I always come when it gets to like November 10th, 11th, 12th, I always get start to get pissed off because people start to skip over Thanksgiving and celebrate Christmas. You guys have to stop and enjoy Thanksgiving for what it is. The greatest American holiday. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, don't skip it. Don't skip it this year. Don't start putting up your Christmas decorations. Mm, well, I know. Ah, uh, uh, no, okay. don't start with me, Paul. Okay. Because no, 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 okay, no one loves. Okay, th- well, tell me. Well, well no, tell me. no, well, no, tell no, me. no, no one loves Thanksgiving more than me. You look at these leaves. Yeah, I see. I got as much Thanksgiving decorating as I can yeah. do is up. But listen, Paul, I've been stuck in my house for eight months. It I looks like you. I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'm wearing sweatpants. Yeah, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. But I need to get out of the house, but I can't. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what can I do when I'm inside the house? I want to get feeling a little nice. And here's the thing: mm. Thanksgiving doesn't have great movies associated with with it, and that's not my fault. I've written multiple screenplays for Thanksgiving movies; they haven't gotten picked up. Okay. But okay, Christmas does have movies. Christmas does have lights. Okay. There's no Thanksgiving lights. Yeah. I don't have a turkey. Yeah. I don't. I guess I could make the turkey where you do it with your hand. I should do that. Wait, what are you saying? The turkey with your hand oh, yeah, when you yeah, draw yeah. around your hand. Yeah. Well, I don't actually. I like that. I don't want to get. That's a little secret artistic trick I know. I don't want to give that out yeah, to, yeah, the, yeah. to all the listeners. Especially those it. fifth graders that are listening to this show. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Wow, you should probably bleep out that. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> we, we interviewed an elementary school teacher. Paul, yeah. what are you thinking? Yeah, that was my bad. I didn't uh, think about that. But we have the thing up front what producer or intern Isaac says. Yeah. All I'm saying we'll is see. I know a trick. Using just my hand and a marker to draw a turkey. I'm not giving that one out. But why not both? Why not get a little bit in the Christmas spirit? Okay. But, okay. Paul. Okay. Tuesday before Thanksgiving until Friday. Eh, until Saturday is so Thanksgiving. Okay. It, it, Christmas never even gets that much love. Okay. The concentrated love that you get on Thanksgiving. I'm talking... You know, the pilgrims, the Indians, the food. Native Americans, John. The Native Americans. The pilgrims, the Native Americans, the food, the football. It's all being thankful. The Mayflower. As you know, we always do a Thanksgiving episode where we say what we're thankful for. Yeah, we do. Uh, we're probably the first uh, thanks, fully Thanksgiving podcast yeah, in America. So uh, don't get down. Why not both? John, you're that's, right. That's all I have to say. I'm willing to meet in the middle. And I know that's damn well that you, you, just like me, Ah, you could be a sucker for a little holiday coffee every oh, once in a while. Oh, believe me, I am. So, you know what? Go for it. 
If you see a little gingerbread mocha, you don't have to know what it is. Just get it. Just order it. Hey, you know what I saw the other day? I'm not a big Starbucks guy, as you know. I don't really know much about it. When I go in there, I usually just get the regular coffee. I don't even know how to I already s- know what you're going to say. Oh, but I've been seeing these commercials about those peppermint mochas. Oh, man. Well, you see what I saw the other day? Huh. What did it say? It said, uh, did you see the little line that it says on the Starbucks cups? No, what does it say? And I don't buy from Starbucks, as you know, but, but someone had it. It said... Uh, Oh man, I forget. It was like good coffee. It was it was a line from a song. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking Is about? That a Lizzo song. Let me look it up. By the way, went to It's a Grind. I told you this yesterday. Went to It's a Grind. Uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, went to It's a Grind yesterday. John, the pumpkin spice coffee is incredible. It's it's just right up my alley because you know I'm not like a pumpkin spice latte guy. A little too sweet for me. It's good, but I can't do it all the time. Right. But the little hint of pumpkin spice in the coffee that they have over there, I mean, it's to die for. You need, I'll tell you what, and it's pretty reasonably priced, John. You're talking like 205 for a nice little pumpkin spice coffee. I think it's a, it's a no-brainer for you. You get it? You want me to filibuster? I can't, I'm trying to find it. They don't have it up here on Google. You want me to filibuster? It was a good little line. This is a real shame. It was like good. It was like good tidings and cheer. It was like good coffee and cheer. Or something. I like that. Uh, it was it was cleverer than that though. It was good. The green coffee uh, cups at Starbucks, pretty good looking. I'm not gonna go, just because one, I don't really like to wait in line that much, and it's always packed at Starbucks for some reason, and I all I just feel out of place there as well. I. I don't know how to. Order. I think people think we're lying, but like I, I feel uncomfortable in Starbucks. Yeah, it's like I'm not in on the on their club or yeah, something. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's with just you. like it's not comfortable. And I'm willing to go outside of my little bubble. You know what I mean? Oh, me I too. Will, and I do it a lot. Oh yeah. But 2020 know. is all about getting out of your bubble. Yeah. Is that what Peyton Sweeney said? That's what Peyton. <laughs> that's what Peyton Sweeney <laughs> I wonder, said. I wonder if she, she's pretty pissed probably about coronavirus. But didn't we say? <laughs> Didn't we say it's not that bad to be in your bubble? Didn't we say that? Yeah, it's not that bad. Instead of getting out of your bubble, make your bubble bigger. That's what I always say. You hit the nail on the head. Hit the nail on the head. All right, should we get to the interview? Dr. Debbie Bober. Dr. Debbie Bober, she is the greatest teacher in Long Beach. And that's a fact. I I mean, I don't, that's not even my opinion. That was. Literally a fact. That's a fact. That's factual. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. She gets... Let's let's do the interview first. Let's How about that? Because yeah. I want to talk about the interview, but we already did it. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to the interview. Dr. Debbie Bober, fifth grade teacher at Cubberly K-8. Because it's both a middle school and an elementary school. And... She talks about the difficulties of teaching on Zoom, which literally it's got to be impossible. I don't know. I can't preach this enough, John. I don't know how Gavin Newsom or what's his name? Bobby Garcia thinks like it's possible to teach kids via the Zoom. Like it's got to be impossible. Am I wrong? Right. I guess we could get to the interview and have her talk about it, but it's got to be a nightmare. Anyways. All right. Let's get to the interview. Dr. Debbie Bober on the phone. Wow, welcome to the 700 Club, kid. On the phone, very special guest. It's Debbie Bober, Cubberly Middle School. No, not middle school. K through eight teacher. Yeah. Fifth grade, right? Yes, fifth grade. Hi, De- thanks Debbie, for having me. Yeah, welcome to the show. How are you? 
go ahead. I'm good. End of the school day. So yeah, that's that's got to be nice. Our school, how are school days? A little bit long, longer than uh, normal society. Does it feel uh, not, longer? Not long. Just it's hard to sit at a computer all day. I'm not used to sitting at a computer. So <laughs> I, I feel that. What's what does it what does a schedule look like for you now these days? Well, the kids log in, you know, school starts at nine, but the kids log in as early as 8.15, sometimes 8.30, and they just want to chat. So that's when our day starts. We're on online live with them on Zoom, and we stay live with them until about two. And from two to three, I work with individuals and small groups. So that's my day. What does that look like? I remember you you said this once before to me that they log in early before school just to have like social time. But like yeah. whatever they say, the whole class can hear, right? So you can't really have like, like if you have just a few friends in the class, like everyone <laughs> else is going to hear it, right? Well, we actually, we can do breakout rooms. So I really just let them kind of control that first half an hour. And they just chat about their breakfast. They chat about what they did over the weekend. Sometimes they say, hey, can we go in a breakout room? And so I'll put some of them together in a little separate room and they can just chat over there. And, uh, and every morning we start with a check-in board. So I use, I have a visual of some sort or some random question of some kind. And they, um, that kind of gets our conversation started, you know, do, do the like uh, talkative kids take over the, the class a little <laughs> bit. Can you like use a mute button or anything to give some other oh, people yeah. times to, to talk? Oh yeah, I use the mute button anytime I need to. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I love, I love the mute button. That's that's nice little control. Maybe they can uh, maybe they can incorporate that to a normal schedule when everything gets back to normal. That'd be sweet. Oh, that is definitely one thing that I would love to keep in the in the classroom at times. But no, it's uh, it's all good. But the biggest thing that I like about the mute button is a lot of them have you know microphones that don't work very well, and so. All I hear is, you know, those real choppy sounds. Right. So. How diff how difficult is it to to teach fifth graders via the computer? You know, it's just different. I can't say it's more difficult or less difficult. It's just completely different. You know, I've been teaching for 26, 27 years, and this is nothing like what I've done before in the past. It's just different. You 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 were. John was telling me that you were teacher of the year in uh, in Long Beach, in Long Beach or California or, or was, all of the above. I was Long Beach teacher of the year and then Los Angeles teacher of the year. And then I moved up to the California competition and um, I was in the top 10. So I really feel happy, you know, real proud of that. That was exciting. But also that was right before the, the pandemic. So everything that I know about teaching up until that point is, is different. You know, I just start yeah. over like a brand new teacher this year. So is there going to be a new teacher of the year? Uh, is this going to be an asterisk this year? You think the voting? Well, no, they actually had a whole new competition for 2020 and they already chose and, you know, they chose based on their, all their new practices, I'm sure as of what they're doing differently this year. How, who who votes on this on this stuff? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. This is just this is pretty epic to me because you're the best teacher in Long Beach and I'm the best athlete in Long Beach, so we're kind of got things in common. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a it's a pretty complicated application process with a lot of essays that you have to put together, and 
a resume and all of that. And then there's a committee that makes the decision. So, but I can't necessarily say I'm the best teacher in Long Beach. I'm one of the teachers that put in all of the application uh, essays to apply for it. <laughs> humble, very humble. My, I have two brothers that are teachers in the Long Beach Unified School District, so I'm going to rub this in their face a little bit. Do you have any tips for them to make them maybe the best teachers? Um, you know, I, I think it's all about the kids. Like, if you make this all about the kids and make them the priority, then you're going to be great because that's what it comes down to. Like, are the kids learning? You know, are they liking it? Are they, are they enjoying school? Do they want to be here? And if they do, they're going to they're going to achieve. Do you think that almost every teacher is, is putting in more time this year than they usually do or not necessarily? Well, definitely, definitely my friends that are teachers here. I mean, I can, I can vouch for the people that I know, the teachers that I know. We are on so many Facebook pages and email lists just trying to share ideas because everything's brand new. So we're constantly after hours emailing and Facebooking and just every every way to get PD any any way we can to learn, and then um, you know just this Canvas. We have this whole new platform that we have to use. That was such a learning curve. We have to become tech savvy all of a sudden. So yeah, we're putting in a lot a how, lot of time. How is that Canvas? Like it's that whole new software that that the school started. Do you like it? Is it? Uh, do you think it is good for the future? Or is it kind of confusing? You know, it's, there's pros and cons for sure. I can't speak poorly about it in all. Mostly it was just the change, the abrupt change, the sudden change, the putting a lot on our plate all at, the, all at one time, a lot of new. And so anytime something's new and anytime you have to change, it's not going to feel comfortable. It's going to be very uncomfortable. But now that it's been, you know, we're in the 10th week of school, I definitely see some benefits of it. You know, things are more organized. The grade book is easy to see for parents, for kids, for teachers. So there's good. There's good and bad. I heard they, are you a doctor? Do, do you have I, your doctorate? I have my doctorate in education. Okay. Do you, when somebody says, uh, <laughs> Debbie Bober, do you, do you correct them and say, Dr. Debbie Bober? <laughs> No, no, no. Only when they say uh, to my husband and I, Mr. and Mrs., I say, no, 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 doctor and Mr. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. That's a good move. You best believe if I had my doctor, John, I would for sure be telling people to call me Dr. Slater. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily, we'll never have to cross. <laughs> good point. We'll good never point. have to get. I'm get done this. with school. Um, so can you talk a little bit about uh, that? The book that you put together last year or your students put together and uh and then it was it was in our magazine but can you give us an update on on uh how things have changed since then or like where where the book's going and and how your new students feel yeah i'm actually really excited about this about sharing some new things with you so last year right when the schools closed down uh we had you know i had all my students we went right online we were zooming from the very first day and I could tell that they were really struggling. They were struggling with not having their friends. They were struggling with all the unknowns. They had all these crazy feelings. So we started journaling and that's where the book came out. So the book is a collection of all of my students journaling from last uh, spring. And so we 
ended up publishing it because the kids all wanted a copy. The parents wanted a copy. So I said, what the heck, let's just get it published on Amazon. And we published it. We sold well over 2,000 copies. It's an international bestseller. I've had teachers from other states asking for curriculum plans to go with it. I mean, it's been overwhelming. So now that we're in a new school year, my kids, now it's like I'm just in, empowered and I feel like empowering the kids and, okay, what more can we do? What else can we do? So th- my current class has decided to create a podcast. So we are now going to start podcasting um, our experiences, uh, learning online and our experiences during the pandemic. And I'm really leaving it up to them to create their own episodes and they are going to edit and publish them. And we have some um, some podcasters coming out to train us on how to do it. So I'm super, super excited about this. Uh, if you need two of the, well, we have the top rated show in the city, five stars, not a big deal. So if, <laughs> if you ever need some help from us, we are the two best podcasters in Long Beach. So whatever you need, yeah. we'll, we'll help you out. Well, I'm so glad you said that because we're signing you guys up. We are definitely doing that. Oh, so, that's huge. Sure. That's huge. Yeah. If, if <laughs> your kids need a couple of role models, we'll, uh, we can find somebody else, but, uh, <laughs> but we'll be good. We're good podcasters. That's for sure. Love it. I love it. You need to help me have humor because, you know, that's where I, I'm, I'm kind of just like very academic. So I need to bring in a little fun. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> no, doctor. Don't get down on yourself. Yeah, no, <laughs> please. It's it's in there somewhere. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you wait, this this book is an international international bestseller? Yeah, that's overseas, Paul. Like they're reading this in like Ukraine and stuff? I heard it's oh, big in yeah. the Ukraine. Is there different <laughs> translations or is this just English? It's all English. Yeah, but if you want to translate it, go right ahead and you know, we'll market it there. Okay. I, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty good. I'm not a big reader, but for you I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll get you a copy. I'll thank, get you a copy. Thank you. It's uh, it's super interesting. Uh, I've read like most of it, but I, I always flip through it. It's just on my desk, and I don't have a bookshelf, so it's the only book on my desk. Wow. Baby. So I'll just read. <laughs> I'll just read like random tidbits of it. But wait, I'm sorry. You, I got stuck on you. Don't have a bookshelf. <laughs> well, is that? A, I don't think. Well, the I don't only have a book. book you own. <laughs> it's, my it's, book. It's my pride and joy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Do I put it on the wall? Do I buy like a heavy duty frame, or I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. She's but... making fun of us for not having <laughs> no, a bookshelf. I... I don't even own a book. I have zero books. Oh, I do. I have, I have definitely one. And uh... <laughs> uh, what? But actually, this this is not funny. But this is like. <laughs> Crazy, but can you tell your story about? Uh, sorry that we're laughing so much, but uh, your story in it about nine eleven. I want to hear more about that. I was oh, like crazy! Yeah. It's, sorry, it's bad timing to bring up, but I just like I've been <laughs> wanting to ask you about this. Well, I just remember, you know, I wrote the beginning of the book starts with my memory of the morning of nine eleven, and that morning I woke up and flipped on the news like normal and watched the plane crash in the second building. I just watched it live. And then I had to go teach like 30 minutes later, you know? So I just were stuck. I was stunned and I went and had to teach. And of course, back then, years ago, 
the kids didn't have social media. They didn't have the phones. So I was, they hadn't even heard of it. They hadn't even seen anything. These kids got off the bus and they didn't know anything. And we were told at that time, the district was like, don't talk about it. Let their parents be their first um, time that they're hearing about it. So we had to go the entire day without talking about it, without even showing emotion that anything major had happened. You, you so were in was, New York, right? No, no, no. Oh. I was here. Oh, I was teaching here. in Long Beach Unified okay. and Got just it. watched it on TV. Yeah. yeah. And so the difference with the pandemic is as soon as the schools were closed, the kids knew about it within like 30 minutes. You know, parents were texting, kids were texting each other. It was spread all over in minutes. Right. And it, it's crazy. Like, what, what do you think? Are, oh, are the kids on social media like in your class? Well, my fifth graders, some of them do have social media accounts. And so, yeah, they text, they FaceTime, they, you know, have all of that, but not during, not while I'm teaching, <laughs> not while I'm teaching. Well, you're too interesting. Yeah, you're too interesting <laughs> and you're the best teacher in Long Beach. <laughs> right. So you wouldn't right. let that fly. Actually, <laughs> I'm I'm actually personally going to order a recount on California. Because if you're in the top 10, you, you might have won that. Thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. How do you get on the panel? Is it just regular <laughs> Joe Schmo that's on the the panel voting for this? Or we should this, have been in there. We, yeah, we should have been. The, we should have been watching them. Yeah, vote. and I'm. I yeah. yeah. If you uh. need me to, you know, you know, mm. toughen some people up, I will. Yeah. Go recount. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll are handle you, some business. Are you taking? Are you taking your bid national, or are you stopping oh, at the state of California? Point. That's a good question. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You know, I've, I've been raising my children, so I've kind of stayed local to be local for my family. But now that my kids are getting to the high school age, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do something bigger. I like that. Reach for the stars. If you need anything from, (laughs) if you need some advice from me, it's reach for the stars. (laughs) Who would have thought that I would have the top-rated podcast in Long Beach? Yeah, you know well, I mean? maybe not anymore. Oh, yeah, what, oh, true, true. What's, what's the podcast going to be called? Yeah. Co- yeah. My podcast? Yeah. The, yeah, your cl- oh, the well, classes. My, my, yeah, my class. Well, my kids are – this Friday, we're actually voting on a name, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about, like, what we want to what we want to talk about, and we want to have, like, a little um, like a little logo. So we're going to design that. We're working on that Friday. Can you – what goes into the mind of like a fifth grader? Like, what do they talk about? Mm, good question. <laughs> what, what's, what's like like in that morning chat? What, yeah, what's hip what the right heck? Now as yeah, a fifth, what are they a fifth saying? Grader? Well, all, I mean, all sorts of things, but they're kind of. It, it really d- depends on what I decide to get them started with. Like this morning, that we showed them a picture of the current, the new vice president, and we showed them a picture of all of the past vice presidents. So our discussion was about, you know, why is she the only woman? Why is she the only black person? Like that. So that was what our discussion was about. So really, whatever I, whatever I choose to spark the discussion is where we where we go. So you got. It's just way deeper than what me yeah, and Paul talked about. Yeah, wow. I was going to say. <laughs> Holy crap. It's, I'm it, very academic, I know. It really, now you're about to tell me that your kids have bookshelves, which is just going to be ridiculous. Yeah. They better. They better. If, if they don't have a bookshelf, I'm coming over right now with my own books. How real is the show? How Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, yeah. I mean, fifth graders are pretty darn smart and my fifth graders are really darn smart like they could they, really they could get all the answers right in that in that show 
Okay, here's what we're doing. I've got a great idea. We are going to do Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader on our park podcast with you guys. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That I'm sounds in. so fun. I'm in. I'm, oh, I'm so I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Wait, 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 podcast but, idea. Uh, yeah, we we're gonna, we should have thought of that. <laughs> but see, it's not even fair because when we were in school, Pluto was a planet. Yeah, it, that's what is true. It? I don't even know. It's not a planet anymore. So they have different information than us. Do do, are, do you teach Harry Potter stuff about Harry Potter? They do. They read it. Okay. They read it. I don't teach it, but they read it. Hey, um, you guys better study up, though. That's all I have to say. If you need so, I, well, I'm. Oh, I don't study. I'm usually a show and go guy. So we'll see how that goes, but. <laughs> Uh, if you need some like Harry Potter experts and like the different motifs in mm. the Harry Potter, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what motif means, but I'm, it's something. <laughs> if you need motifs from Harry Potter, you let us know. We got you. Light versus dark. Yeah. Mm. All right. I'll what, write that down also. What are you guys learning right now? Well, we are reading. They're writing their own folk tales, so we are studying. We are reading about different folk tales, and they just they just finished authoring their own folk tales, and then this Friday they're going to create it into a picture book. So there's some digital platforms where they can make their own online picture books. So fifth grade has changed big yeah. time. Fifth grade sounds brutal. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It sounds fun. It does sound fun. Are do you get? Do they write uh, in cursive still? Mm, good question. They can, you know, my trouble right now is everything's online. So everything's typed. Oh, yeah, that's true. Shame they can't type cursive. Yeah, well, I guess it's italics. That. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That, you know, that's kind of BS. I learned probably like <laughs> half the year how to write cursive, and I've never used it one time. I was third grade. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, it was third grade. Well, maybe because I was a little bit behind. I was I was a little <laughs> bit slower. You were probably in the accelerator program, yeah. and I was behind true. a little bit. Um, but you have. You have to tell me, like, don't you read things in cursive? Like, have you ever had something that you had to read, like from grandma, that was in cursive? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 So Grandmas do it, love so cursive. Can... <laughs> yeah. That's true. So. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I get more emails now, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, Lucida handwriting, that's a type of font. Yeah. On the, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll take take that back. I take that back. <laughs> wow, I bet grandma's in the future for sure gonna write oh, 100%, all percent. Yeah, wow, that's I, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to be a grandpa and do yeah. that. It'll be epic. Uh, all right. Uh do you have any more questions, Sean? Um no, just anything else you wanna mention about the school year? I'm looking forward to us going back to school. I really feel like even if we're trying to make the best of this, this is not what's best. What's best is live. I need to be live with the kids. I want them to be able to see me walking around the classroom. So really looking forward to that. I totally agree with you 100%. How soon do you think it's going to be before you're back in the classroom with the kids? Uh, I want it to be now, but it's not going to be until um, L.A. County says that we can. Do you have any pool since you're the best teacher in L.A. County (laughs) at all? I don't have any pool, but I'll tell you, I talked to John. I'm, you know, doing little things on my own on my side, on the side. Uh, I had a couple kids over for the weekend and just so I could, you know, be live with them and teach them and get them caught up. So I'm doing everything I can. And if it has to be off campus, if it has to be on my own time, I'll just do what it takes. I like that. I, I mean, I was a fifth grader once and it was hard enough learning like inside the classroom. No, John. So on the internet on zoom facetime video it's got to be like basically impossible so we salute you debbie for like 
doing your best to help these kids. Debbie, thank you. Can thank I t- you. Can I tell you something about Paul? He only salutes yeah. you if he he wants you to salute him back for something. Oh, okay. I salute you. No, salute you're you. supposed to say thank you for your service yeah. for being on the front lines uh, recording this podcast. Okay. Yeah, podcasting it was was deemed an essential business. Yeah, and we we felt very very uh, what's it called like uh, needed wanted. Yeah, needed and yeah. wanted. Yes. Yeah. So so you're welcome, Debbie. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know what to say. No, it's perfect. You'll understand once you once you're on the in the real front lines. I'm yeah. not talking about this teaching nonsense. Yeah. Once you guys start this podcast and you actually are <laughs> are are, are, front, are front line essential, or then you'll understand. Exactly. Okay. All right. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks for joining the show. We appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, you can get back into that classroom soon. We're uh, yeah. we're all we're all pulling for that. That's for sure. Me and John are. Uh, we pre- we appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much for having me. Wow, that's a good message. What a what a gal. What a lady. What a teacher. Molding minds, John. Molding minds. It's got to be nice to. Do you think she goes around? I mean, I would go around saying that she's the best teacher in the city. Uh, no, but you know, she has, she has the certificate up in her classroom. I would have to say. Yeah. Uh, no, she wouldn't. She wouldn't do it because her classroom. Let me tell you some of this. Cause we interviewed her for the magazine. That's when I met her. Yeah. And, uh, her classroom, you're going to love this. It doesn't look like an LBUSD, like white walls, like just whatever. This is what the, the public school district gave me. Yeah. She lines it with with wallpaper and it's like you're in this nice little cozy cabin really it's like the it's it's i like that it's almost as cozy as my living room is right now but the kids probably can't wear nothing but sweatpants and a hoodie for an entire year like i've been doing well so far they probably can yeah true but they can't be in the classroom yeah true, true i have to say it is probably the number one like best it's not like decorated but like it's just year round is cozy and comfortable. It doesn't feel like that hard, cold LBUSD, uh, just atmosphere. You know? Yeah. Uh, I to- I don't like LBUSD classrooms. I just don't. Well, it'd be nice if people did what what she did with them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I also like. I don't think we need to like spend millions of dollars in in like authenticating them each one i mean i get why they just made them all the same whatever but it's just nice what she did dr debbie bobert she's very humble she i'll tell you what i thought she was pretty funny she said that she she was funny but i thought she was pretty funny I think she's one of those people that says she's not funny but she is that's classic yeah it's all it's also nice to know that there's uh, there are teachers. I'm assuming there are teachers like her out there. I mean, she's the best one in Long Beach, not a big deal. But there are teachers out there that are molding the young minds of these young kids. Remember, we always say that we we want to teach the etiquette classes because if there's more kids like us out there, this world would be an unreal place. But it's nice to know that we've delegated to someone like Debbie yeah. Robert, and now she can mold some. That was minds. good. That was good city management by us. Yeah, we really, yeah. We uh. really put in work on that one. Uh, I'm pumped for this. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? I think, John, that we're going to be better than people think at the Are you I think so, than too. And I'll, let me tell you why. Can I tell you why? Yeah. Because we're, n- well, I'm not that smart, but I'm 
smart for a fifth grader. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Does that make any sense? Like, I'm not smart for a 28-year-old person at all. But, like, my street knowledge and street sense and smartness is at a fifth grade level. Yeah. So that's going to be perfect for me. Yeah, I think you're going to absolutely excel. I think they're going to be a little surprised. Mm, maybe not. I don't know. Do you think we'll remember facts? What is that? Fact. Like facts. Like facts about things? Like about things. Uh, I think so. Because like I couldn't tell you what the fifth... Well, I could tell you what the fifth grade curriculum is about. Wasn't it about American history? Because that's our bread and butter. Yeah, we're, that's right up our alley. And that's what I'm Unless excited about. started changing it and we don't learn about George Washington anymore. Because I'll tell you right now... 1776, that was the revolution. Yeah. Declaration of Independence. We the people. Yeah. Give me liberty or give me death. So maybe we're not so bad. You know who won the Patrick Henry speech contest in fifth grade? Uh, I, got a, I got a good guess. <laughs> You're correct, my friend. Uh, yeah, but I think we're going to nail it. If Okay, here's where you're going to have to carry me. If it's anything about literature, I'm out. I can't do it. Oh, most dangerous game? Was that Ooh. fifth grade? It might have been. I don't know if they're ready for that. No, but I nailed it. I yeah. nailed that. What? I think it might be Charlotte's Web, which I'm almost sure is about a spider and a pig. Yeah. They become friends. They do? So there you go. I Eureka. Think, <laughs> I think they become friends because he was supposed to get slaughtered, right? Oh. What's his name? Charlotte. Is his name Babe? Or is that a oh, whole babe. different? Is that a whole different? I think that mm. might be a different movie. Charlotte's Web. Spider is Charlotte. Pig is something else. I'm ready for this. Are you smart in the fifth grade? What's the uh, smorgasbord guy? The rat? I don't really remember Charlotte's Web. Oh, you got to watch some movies. Island movie. of the Blue Dolphins. Yeah. Now, there you go. I think that was fifth grade. I think it might have been fourth grade. Little abalone. Yeah. 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 I'm, see, I'm ready. We're ready. Okay. That's it. Uh, Debbie Bober. Let's get her back on the national list. Let's try to get her on the national list for Teacher of the Year. Yeah. We'll be here campaign managers. I'm in. All right, you got anything else? Well, while we're on the school subject, were you going to bring this up? Say it. Can we just talk about this, the learning hubs opening up? Did you see this? I was go, go ahead. We'll go right into it. So. You know how I feel about the whole thing. <laughs> schools are shut down. I just don't understand how people are like, like schools are shut down, but then it's a bad learning environment for some people, obviously, especially if you don't have good internet Yeah, like for all sorts of reasons. The reason we have schools is because that's a good place to learn. Uh, but so schools must remain shut down, but now we have learning hubs open at the parks where kids can go to school or they can go and have internet and they can zoom from there and they're all in one place. And I'm sure there'll be someone walking around helping them. It sounds a lot like school. A learning hub, when I grew up, Paul, that was a school. A learning hub is a school, and it just seems a little bit wild to me. Like, I get it. Our entire world is flipped on its head. But are you telling me that, that just school – if a school can't adapt, but a parks and rec department can, it just seems like we're underselling our teachers and our schools and our administrators. Maybe we need to decide that. If everywhere else in the world can adapt but a school, then maybe schools have gotten too bureaucratic, too big. I don't know. But every teacher I know wants to be back in the classroom. Every And this is not a knock on parks and rec people. They're great. But teachers go through all sorts of training. Right. I, 
I don't know a teacher that I, I'm thinking like, wow, that person's an idiot. They couldn't they couldn't handle they couldn't be able to, to socially distance like Parks and Rec could. Parks and Rec, they get it. Teachers, ah, they can't do it. Like that's what are we talking about? Teachers are not robots. They can adapt. John, there's there's just a lack of common like there's a lack of common sense going around in the city of Long Beach in the state of California, in the country of the United States. They're, like, people just don't have the common sense. And I don't know why. I don't know what it's for. I don't know if they're trying to prove a point. I don't know what's going on. But what you just said makes the most sense in the world that this literally doesn't make any sense. It just seems it's tough. All right, imagine there being a virus like coronavirus, and it's it's being contagious and passed around, and the, and the government is forcing you to go to school despite you don't want to. That seems wrong to me, right? We can right, all agree. Right. So what if there's literally half the population wants to go to school and half the teachers, at least, every teacher I've talked to, wants to be in person teaching? seems like teaching. it. So why can't they do that and the other people stay home? I don't, I don't know why it has to be like all or nothing. Like why can we not adapt? And, and that's where I guess where it comes to the fact that education is so bureaucratic and so big and all that. And these districts are huge. But I really think if anyone had a, a little bit of what I like to call balls, they could figure this thing out. I we're we're acting like it's not smart, caring, educated adults teaching our kids. They they don't want to get kids sick. No. They also don't want kids to fall behind. They want them to learn. If. If the teacher feels unsafe, like the teachers' unions have said they do, then those teachers should stay home, and they can teach to the kids on Zoom that want to stay home, and that's fine. I have – so I've talked to a lot of teachers. We've talked to a lot of teachers. I have three teachers in my family. All three want to go back to school. So that's three out of three that I know. And then there's multiple people that we've talked to, like Dr. Debbie Bober, like – Mr. Holiday wanted to go back, did he not? Uh, all of these people want to go back. So I'm like, who are the people that don't want to go back is what I want to know. Also, this whole thing is making me like, what am I missing? Like why? I feel like I have some sort of common sense. So I get like, I understand what's going on. But what do the people on top know that I don't know? Like why are they they they're making me feel like I'm an idiot. I mean they know they know about the realities of lawsuits, I think is all. But like and that's where it's just so depressing about our system where that's that's got to be the only thing. It has to be. Is lawsuits, but we at this point, I don't think the entirety of our nation of America has ever been more educated on a subject than coronavirus. Every single person yeah. it's all we've talked about for a year. We don't we're not educated on healthcare like this. We're not educated no. on uh tax systems or uh, economic systems. We're not, but we are educated on the coronavirus. We know everything that's been said. We know that things have been said differently by different people, but everyone is hearing all that information. If you cannot at this point make a decision that best suits your own family to either go to school or stay home, if we can't trust a parent to make a decision and a teacher to be able to adapt, like what are we saying? Like, how can we not just sign a waiver and says, I understand that this is a coronavirus. And I think a lot of teachers and parents would, would sign that. And like, or at least like give them the opportunity to sign that, give them the opportunity to sign it. It just seems so, so crazy to me that 
our city thinks that it's okay to open up learning hubs at, through the Parks and Rec Department, but we can't do like what is it? Because it's outside. The schools can be outside. We have pictures of back when they had the big earthquakes and like other stuff has happened in the history of Long Beach where we've taught classes outside. Back when it was more acceptable to have common sense and just to adapt to the situation, but not completely just we're so scared it's sickening. I just don't. And here's uh, here's another thing for me for you. Why can we go to LAX and travel to freaking Illinois? And that's somehow safer than a a kid going to a classroom. It it doesn't make sense. And I and I can't like I don't under it doesn't make sense to me. And it also doesn't make sense to the parents who are arguing against it because to me I'm saying then stay home. You can. I love the fact that we've created this uh, this like I think technology can go so much further in allowing more freedom. And I think a lot of teachers, maybe some of the older teachers do want to stay home, and how is it that that hard to create a system where those who want to stay home and teach teach those who want to stay home and learn? And those who want to be back in school, teach those that want to be back in school. It doesn't seem like, yeah, it's a little bit of a logistical nightmare, but I'm pretty sure that with the resources LBUSD has, if this is all they care about, they could probably figure it out in about two weeks. I said this from the beginning. I think that we're not doing this because they just don't want to work as hard at the top. Like you have to there if they want to get everybody back in school, they'd have to work twice as hard to figure out a way to get everybody back and safe and who wants to be back and who doesn't want to be back. That's probably difficult to do, but it can be done. And I think that they don't want to do it because they just have to work too hard. They don't want to, they don't want to earn that. I paycheck. think a lot more, uh, maybe I think a lot more has to do with liability. Like it's just because well, that too. That's what and, I mean. and, it, and then that's where it becomes the whole world's fault because all of a sudden, if you know that there's a virus going around and you choose to go to school and get the virus and then you pass it on to someone who passes it on to someone and then they, die then it's all of a sudden joe baker's fault which how is that joe baker's fault? i know i just don't understand it's like it's uh it's just the whole world we live in but like to me it's the same as if you knowingly are doing a job that a million people do all the time or something and then you hurt yourself on that job and that's the company's fault like workers comp and all that i mean there just needs to be a balance i'm not saying workers comp is bad i'm not saying we shouldn't hold people accountable but like if people know what they're doing it can't be like Jill Baker is going to be on trial for murder. Chill she, Baker. Chill Baker. Sorry, Chill Baker. But it can't be that these higher ups feel like they're murdering people by letting people that want to go to school go to school. Like I said, don't force people to go to school if they don't want to. How hard is it to to start a private school? Is it difficult? Uh, should we start one? Yeah. They got that. <laughs> the Do you have to get certified the, or the something? The empty CVS over by uh, Church. Yeah. Uh, that's actually not that bad of an idea. Is it difficult to do? It. I mean, you probably got to get certified. But we could, like, get some teachers. We could probably steal some teachers. I have three of them in my family that we could oh, get over Oh, we could there. poach teachers like no other. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Me and you as a task force going around picking out, I don't know, the cream of the crop, the 30 best teachers. Yeah. And we have the best one in Long Beach that probably wants to join our squad. Yeah. Already. I mean, we've already delegated that job to her. Yeah. Huh? As, I'm just saying, well, it could be a good idea. Plus, we could become rich. It's a, It costs a lot of money for private schools, I'm assuming. I think I think public schools would, like, not that we're going to do this or anyone's going to do this, but if I think 
two regular people said we're starting a school, I think public schools would spend a lot more time and resources on slandering us than they are at taking a risk and getting the schools back. Right. That's usually what happens when you got two uh, young entrepreneurs trying to do their thing. Yeah. You usually get uh, people that try to slander and uh, uh, try to shoot us down a little bit. That's usually what happens. Yeah. True. Uh, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Especially when you're say anything that remotely resembles common sense. Yeah. You can't. That's we're the not allowed to. That will not allowed in Long Beach. No, not no. here. Not here. Not not here. God forbid here. Uh, okay. I got a couple more things for you. John. We're hot. Yeah, we are hot. No, we're not. We're no, just we're, telling, not hot. we're We're not just hot. explaining how things work. Well, I'm just. I'm a. I don't know if is this okay. I'm not sure if this is allowed, but what's happening in my brain right now? Things that I've thought up. I'm saying them aloud. Yeah. I don't think you can do that anymore. But <laughs> I I have. I wonder. The First Amendment? Is that something? Speaking of fifth grade, First Amendment. True. It's the first one. Yeah. There's a lot of them, and I know the first one. Uh, Okay. A couple more things. You ready for this? I got one headline for you. Pretty legit headline. Let me read it to you. Can I read it to you? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Officers use taser on half-naked man throwing rocks in Belmont Shore, police say. <laughs> That's the headline. Uh, I don't know what happened, but that's one of the most electric uh, headlines I've heard in a while. What's the last one? What was the one that we read? It was the most ridiculous headline of all time about uh, practicing. Remember practicing? Oh. like Was it when like sports are back? Yeah. But not competition or something like that. Remember that? No competition and no... <laughs> yeah, you so pra- sport, practicing was fine. They said sports are back, and then they described the two ways to make something not a sport. <laughs> uh, no competition and and no uh, playing or something. Yeah. I got a couple of questions about the, the taser on half-naked man. See, I'm already... I don't know a lot about this, but you know I'm already pro-half-man. Yeah, me too. Pro As someone who has... You don't know what the situation is that you end up half naked. Full naked is a different story, Paul. We need to protect the neighborhood. I totally understand. But is this a one-time occurrence where a guy stumbles outside his house half naked, not even knowing what's going on? Is he see a rock that's pure looking great to throw? I mean, if this is a nightly occurrence, this guy needs to go down. And this and this is why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, because I – hey, you know – you. You, you make these prejudices up, but then you when you've been there, when you've been around the block a few times, half, <laughs> literally, half, literally been, <laughs> barely, been around the block half naked, and you start to understand these are just regular people like me and you, Paul. <laughs> First, so this guy got tased. So th- this is a little bit, now I'm concerned for you, for one. Yeah. If this happens again for you, now you might get tased. Oh, I, I learned from my mistake. I will never be outside my house half naked again. What what does half naked mean? Like was half of his body naked or was it like you in your boxers walking around <laughs> half naked? Cuz to me that's not even half naked. You're either naked or you're not. Am I wrong? Either we illegalize water polo or right. Because this is something we saw every day. You go to high school, you see you see probably seven eighths naked people every day. 
with their wings hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a fact. Which is fine. That's a sport. It's a, well. Well, it's not. Well, it just depends who's listening to the show. It's a sport, but it's more of a sport if we can take out the competition in the plane. Yeah, true. Good so, point. I would make it definitely a sport. So, I guess he was throwing rocks in Belmont Shore at a construction site off of Claremont and Ocean Boulevard. Was this guy like the rookie? Was he throwing 95 <laughs> miles per hour? Yeah. He was waiting for someone to come up and draft him? Yeah. What's the story? And instead got tased. Yeah. Yeah. Shows where we... shows. <laughs> also, it was at 1040 in the morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, midnight or 2 a.m., as I, some people would do. I probably would actually agree. I'm, ass- I'm assuming the police knew what they were doing. I'm assuming this guy was messed up. It says... It's unclear if he was why he was throwing rocks. One, I can probably tell you why he was throwing rocks because it's kind of fun. Oh, throwing rocks is a blast, especially if it's at a construction site where there's like, like, like boards everywhere. Yeah, a bunch where you're of like, things you can hit this. Yeah, one. a bunch of things you can aim at. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's kind of fun. Two, it's kind of cool being half naked. Well, was he wearing a bathing suit? Well, here's is that the, half naked? The problem with our society is, is, is we look at him as half naked rather than half clothed. Yeah, Paul. That's... and that not me. He was half clothed. Mm-hmm. I'd like that article to say. Yeah, and on the up and up, probably looking looking to gain some more clothes is... later in the day. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. That's spot on by you. Half clothed, half clothed man, tased while practicing baseball without resources. That's a different Police story. Say. That's Police. a good headline. Yeah. Yeah. Might want to change that headline a little bit. I'm, yeah. Because I'm, it, Lord knows, I'm just saying, this guy, let's say something happens, blah, 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 blah. He's in the major league baseball and he's pitching, let's say, comes in for relief inning. What's the first thing the announcer says? You know, this guy used to, he used to only have uh, enough clothes for half. Half of his body, he would practice by throwing at construction sites. It's a classic baseball story. And then Vince Scully calls him a hero on on the air. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah, I, the, the whoever created this headline was like, oh, they're going to take credit for yeah, this. Yeah, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. He was a great thrower of rocks. Yep. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. We know where you stand. We know. We know. Well. You're right, John. You're right. You're absolutely right. My thoughts are not fully uh, formed on this story yet. Let's just say that. I just want to know what half naked means. I don't know what half naked means. Like, was his junk hanging out? (laughs) Yeah, because if you're wearing just a shirt, that's problematic. Yeah. But if you're wearing just shorts, I've seen that many times. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Next. I got something else for you. You ready for do, this? Do you literally have one side of his body clothes? I don't. I don't know. I'm. 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 I'm rattled. No. I'm literally rattled. I don't know if you saw this story. This caught my attention a little bit. The mayoral recall called off in wake of presidential election results, claims of intimidation. So I guess there's a guy. I didn't know. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But I guess there's a guy. Let's see what his name is. His name is Franklin Sims. Hmm. He's an organizer. He, what? An organizer of people or of thing is like a personal organizer? I don't know. Okay. He's an organizer. Yeah. He's an organizer, and he tried to recall Bobby Garcia. I'm not sure why. I guess I could read this article and tell you why. I guess it says that 
he's pissed that he's on both sides of the aisle, how he uh, gets funded by the police, like the the Long Beach Police Department, like gives money to his campaign or whatever, right? Isn't that a, a fact? Wasn't that a known fact? Yeah. Facts on USA. Uh, and this guy's pissed because he's all about defund the police or I don't know, whatever. But he, so he's trying to uh, recall him, which you're 17 years too late. The guy's been in office for 10, 10 years. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, you're probably not, it's probably not going to happen. But he was claimed that he was being intimidated by, by Gar- Bobby Garcia's supporters. Hmm. So for one, you're not going to get Bobby Garcia out because I've been trying to do it for months now with him. Well, I'm not trying to get him out, but I'm trying to get him to at least admit that he's been doing some wrong things, especially when it comes to car theft and parking tickets. Uh, and you're not going to be able to get it because the guy's got too many uh, followers. He's got too many people in his corner, John, you know, so you're just not going to get it. So I'm looking forward to see how this thing plays out with this old Franklin Sims guy. Well, they're saying Newsom's going to get him out of there by making him senator. That's what I heard. I told you. Remember what I'm saying? 6%. Uh, Bobby Garcia's got a... Well, 51% of people say they don't know about the who's going to... I, I might be making these stats up as well, but here's, what I, here's my stats for you. 51% <laughs> of people don't know who the next senator is going to be because they don't really know what's going on, which is usually the general population has no clue what's going on in politics. Am I wrong or am I wrong? You're right. Right. Uh, 51% say they don't know. Bobby Garcia, well, somebody got 11%, some random person, don't know who it is. Bobby Garcia got 6%, second out of the people, out of the names yeah. to be senator. So, hey, hey, that's good for us. Well, it's good for me. <laughs> no more stolen car. Uh, by the way, another thing for you, Bobby Garcia, I wrote a letter to Bobby Garcia email i said it's total bs that there's a uh a program going on right now about tickets parking tickets and they, they should be waived during the because we're in the middle of a pandemic John. as you know as you know we're not allowed to go to schools uh so i responded i wrote a long email up pretty electric email by the way un, un- incredible Basically saying that I'm on the front lines and it's BS that you would treat me like this, all this stuff. <laughs> I did it to his chief of staff or whoever. I don't know who it was. And I did it to him, Bob Long Beach mayor at LB, uh, Long Beach.gov or whatever it is. You did? I swear. I did it. I did it. <laughs> they responded and they said, uh, we're sorry to hear this. Please take this up with our such and such guy. So I'm going to forward the email to him next. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'll keep you updated. Well, this is this is awesome. Well, I'm just trying not to get 69 by this guy. Yeah. We're in the middle of pandemic. It's tough to make money anyways. He's 69 you, bucks. He's giving he's you tickets. Me. He's giving you tickets. So we'll see how it goes. Plus, I just tweeted at him on Twitter because he said uh, he was he was saying fun fact fun facts about Long Beach, how they're bigger. It's bigger than Pittsburgh. It's bigger than whatever. Uh, home to such and such. Home to blah, 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 blah. And then I tweeted at his tweet saying largest percentage of car theft in Southern California as well is what I said. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. That's all I got for that. Yeah. All right. I like that. Anything else? Uh, no, 
Okay. Let's get you. You want to get to the 908 Athlete of the Week? Yes. Or do you have anything else you want to say? Oh, I got one quick thing, actually. One quick thing about uh, Grocery Outlet. We're, I'll just say that this episode is brought to you by Grocery Outlet because I was banged up last night because of Grocery Outlet. This wine deal, John. Wine, I went. Well, it's over now, unfortunately. I, well, I know, but I went yesterday, and I really got, got my money's worth. Yeah. Dude, it was, an, it was a joke. It's the cheapest wine in Long Beach, and then they had a 20% off sale. Paul, I went twice and filled up two 12-packs. I saw that. I got so much wine here. Come on over. If Test yourself first. Anyone who's listening, right. take a coronavirus test. Right, right. And then come on over. We could do a nice little six-feet-apart wine session. I'm with you. I got the bonfire out here. I got three bottles of wine, John. For under 10 bucks. It was Well, I got it for 14-something. Oh, under 15 bucks. It was under 15 bucks. Three bottles of wine under 15 bucks, which is incredible. One of these bottles, I'm not saying that they made it up or anything, but if I was reading correctly, one of the bottles was supposedly going for $37.99. I got one of those too. Yeah. It's like, what are we we doing here? We're getting wine for 40 bucks off, basically. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know why they're doing it, but (laughs) God dang, what a nice spot. Yeah, it is nice. Uh... If you're looking for wine, you by the way, go that's the outlet. most genius. Maybe we should use this for celery when we what? go, when we when we open up celery for a rest for our restaurant. Yeah, every menu, all the menus should should have one price crossed off and then our real price. Like this, this meal is eighty five dollars. Yeah. That's a cross great off. Call. This is twelve ninety nine. That's a great call. It's genius. Yeah, that's a great call. And you're like, wow, what a deal! It is. It is impossible to go to grocery outlet and be in a bad mood because you're like, holy. Shit. I just saved literally four thousand dollars on my groceries. They yeah they they could have just made that up they but they got me they're like this is f- this is forty bucks and I'm getting it for six ninety nine yeah what a steal yeah I don't know if that wine was forty bucks sure as hell tasted like it it was delicious <laughs> went right down what was it Clos de Argentine or something like oh that. yeah you know yeah uh huh oh yeah. yeah I got a few of those yeah models. oh tasty. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, it is okay. It had some legs, didn't it? It did have some legs as well. Okay, let's get to the 908 athlete of the week, John. This week, J.P. Crawford. Did you see this? Oh, the Seattle Mariners. You probably didn't see this because the MLB is god-awful at what they do. They posted the the winners of the gold glove. So JP Crawford shortstop for the Seattle Mariners went to Lakewood high school. He won the gold glove at shortstop in the American league. I did see that best, best defensive defensive player at that Mm. position in the American league at the shortstop position, which some might say the shortstop is the most important position on the field. So maybe he was basically the best defender in the AL. Anyways, the major, major league baseball announced this on election night. The presidential election. Like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, that is... Why do they do that? Do they do this on purpose? I think they're starting to do it on purpose because... Now I'm a little woke, a little spin zone for you. People are talking about MLB more for being so stupid for doing that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So now people are talking about MLB. So maybe they did that on purpose again. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You like, why would you do that? It's a news dump is what it is. It's going to get swept under the rug. But now it's so bad that people are taking it from under the rug and putting it at the top. It's kind of smart. Kind of smart now. Yeah. Hmm. 
Hmm. J.P. Crawford, congrats. A uh, friend of the show, big time. We played against him. Not a big deal. Uh, other, I got another thing for you. I've been talking a lot of on I keep saying cursing. I keep cursing. Yeah, because we're, we're heated today. Yeah. Should we bleep those out? If you can. Or will these fifth graders, they probably have heard these things before. They got Netflix. Yeah, they've heard it, but they we don't want them to hear it from us. Yeah, because we are role models. Yeah. We are role models. Okay, I'll do my best bleeping these out. Juju Smith-Schuster, I've been talking a little smack on this guy. Guy won me my fantasy league last week. It was big. I needed him, and he came through for me. Yeah. So I take most of the things I've said about him back. Okay? I didn't have him on my team. I would, wouldn't be caught dead drafting that but guy. he did so poorly? No, no. He did so well. I had Big Ben as my quarterback. Obviously, uh, I started Big Ben. I like that a lot. quarterback of all time. Yeah, he is the greatest But I was playing guys that had the receivers for the mm. Steelers, mm-hmm. but not Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. And Juju just went off, and the other guys didn't. Yeah. Big for him. I needed that, and it came through for me. Another one, under the radar, Mercedes Lewis caught a touchdown pass last Thursday. Good. Yeah. Your, your guy. My boy. Yeah. I probably bring it up all the time. That me and him are close. Aquatics capital of America. It's just two guys that are just out of place at Aquatics Capital of America. Yeah. Me and him. You know. I bet you he hates Starbucks just like us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I give it a try like once once every two years. And it's just it just never fits for me. And I'm not saying that I hate the place. And I don't hate I'm it's it can be there. It doesn't bother me that it's there. I just don't I just don't think I'm in the club. I don't know what to order. I don't know what to order. Everyone like everyone there kind of sucks. Everyone kind of looks at you like you suck. You know what I mean? Yeah, they know. Like, and not like they know. Like the employees, the the customers, the people who are sitting there, they they all look at me like I suck. That's how they look at me. Yeah, I agree. And you don't for one. Thank you, Paul. But the size, also the sizes. I still can't figure out the sizes. I've been there probably like twelve times, and I can't figure out which sizes are. I which. go medium every time. I don't. I don't. I don't mess with that. Sometimes I go small. But I don't know what. But then they say, I say medium, and then they say this size. Whatever I know, it is, I know if you order venti, you're a psychopath. That must be the. Is big that a lot? One. I think it's the big one, venti. But they say, do you want that? And I'm like, I don't know. I literally don't know. I said medium. You figure it out, right? All right, that's I got, it. I got no time for. Starbucks. You got anything else, uh, John? I'm tired, but I do, <laughs> I yeah. do have a grind my gears. Oh, again? Yeah. What is it? I just remembered. People relax, everyone. Okay. Relax. It's a pandemic. John says relax. It's a pandemic. Okay, hit me. I had to make a phone call the other day. I was walking during my phone call. Okay. And some lady, uh, it was a, it was for business. I was talking to a, to a business owner. Okay. He was telling me these things he wants me to do for him. Uh, for some marketing stuff. And so I, I take notes on my phone. So I, I'm just on a walk. I got my AirPods in and I started taking notes on my phone. And I think I slowed down a little bit on the walk okay. like to concentrate. I don't know. I was in my own world. I was talking to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah. lady starts staring at me and, and like yell something at me. And I, and I like looked at her from across it. She was across the street, say in front of her house. And I looked at her, I was, I was thinking, I, I don't know what to think. But then she yells at me again. So I, I, I had to tell the guy I was talking to. I said, can you hold on a second? So I took out my ear pod and I said, what? And she goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm on the phone. 
and she just and she takes her hand and she says, "Move along." And so I'm looking at her. I, I said, "I'm just thinking, okay." So I keep walking. I was on a walk. Did you have clothes on? I, I was I was fully clothed. You weren't half clothed. I I I will say I didn't look like I looked like this. This was exactly what I was wearing. <laughs> okay. I like I wasn't dressed in in like a collared shirt. I was wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Uh, she says, "Move along." And then I like, so I kept talking to the guy. And I look back, and she says, "Keep going." And what? she's like, What's "Moving." This lady's deal. I don't know. She thought I was like a robber or something. And then I look back again, and she's telling her neighbor how I was. She was using her her hands to act like I was taking pictures with my phone, which I was not doing. Long story short, I think I'm on next door. Someone's got to check it for me. Really? I'm. I got. Yeah, it. let's get hot. There's no way this lady this is shit. is not a next door hero. Let's try. She to, has to be. Let's try to. Let's try to get the pod on next door. How do we do that? I don't know. Somebody post she us. She has to be on next door. And it's like we're all on edge here. I get it. But if I was doing something, I don't know what I could have possibly be doing. I don't even really know what house I was in front of. I wasn't paying attention. But like what what did this person have in their front lawn that I can't be taking pictures of? A plant? It wasn't like it was just a classic Long Beach yard. Was I going to steal something? Because... If that's the case, you can just watch me. I didn't steal anything. Right. You're in. Was it the daytime? It was 1030 a.m. Probably. That's like the worst time to steal things. Right. People people need to relax. Well, because people don't enjoy a nice uh, Pinot Noir like we do. Yeah, that's true. I bet you this this lady doesn't know about wine. I should take her bottle. You should. You want me to do it? I don't remember exactly. I can do it. Uh, speaking of people in your neighborhood, John, I met the lady th- for the first time. Oh yeah. The drives lady around. that drives around. Yeah. She's incredible. Oh, she's, uh, she's, I might be my best friend now. Super nice. She wanted to let me know that my door was open. Yeah. Which John spot the lie. The door was open. Should we do it? Long Beach Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh that, God. Yeah. I she, thought she was already in. Yeah. She's inducted. By the way, she's a classic around here. It might be a little bit unsafe that she's on the road. She's got one, <laughs> <laughs> one she's, mirror's broken. She's maybe 130 years old and she doesn't have a mirror on her car. Yeah, it's probably not the safest thing that she's always driving around. But, but damn it, <laughs> is she alert? She's spotting open. Yeah. She's spotting car yeah. doors open. She's spotting parties over here. She knows what she's doing. Did you think that she rolls the window down for everybody, or is it just you? No, it's everyone. I've talked about with her. She just goes around. If she sees someone outside, she rolls down her window and says something. It's usually pretty funny. Like, party, can I come? I love her. Yeah, she's great. I love her. I just, I love her. We, what is she, uh, I don't know what she's doing. I think, I think we talked about it. I think it's just her way to get out of the house. That's cool. It's like going on a walk, but she doesn't want to walk. She's just like me. I think she's a grandma. This is what I'm saying, but her kids don't live near her all the time, so she's just she's just there. So we're her grand grandsons, yeah, basically by by uh, by, by uh, location. Location, yeah. yeah. Grand, grandsons by location, and I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. She seems like a nice lady. She is a nice lady. Uh, okay, that's all, right, all I let's got. Get out of here. Oh, one more quick thing. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans. Thank Day. everybody for their service. Uh, Big Paul, Big PS2. Paul, thank you for your service. Uh, thank you for your service. Dan Gooch. Dan Gooch, thank you for your service. Uh, Grandpa Nick, rest in peace. Thank you for your service. Uh, 
heroes, the real heroes out mm. there. Are they though? But ha- has your dad ever waved someone through on a stop sign though? True. I don't know. No, I don't think he has. Mm. I don't think he has. Thank those traffic <laughs> heroes first, Th- and then thank first the, thank the traffic heroes, the people that served our and country then the, second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good call, John. Uh, anything else from you? Your rating? Uh seven 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 point seven. Hot today. You were hot today. Yeah. And you got, put the fire on, and this fire has been electric. Uh, John, life is great in the 908. Shoot your shoot. So shoot your shot. Yeah. Know what I mean? What you gonna do when I come through, babe? Stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, do enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away all net, hang time. What you wanna do? Tell me, what you gonna do when I come through, bang? You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up, catch you on a rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Hey. Yeah. Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?